Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I feel like people have to become more self aware of their actions. And I feel like when people of color tell you you did something wrong, you have to listen and then go to them and say, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And I will try to do better next time. That doesn't mean you will get it right, but you have to be willing to put in the work and become self aware. Stand up, fussing and fighting. Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. Hello. Hi. Oh. <laughs> hi. Are we in? Yeah. Hello. Oh, hi. hi. We're here. We're already we're already All in right. the room. We're in the room. Um, hi. Um, I'm Nalika Radway and this is Raising Rebels, a podcast about oppressed parents raising free children. Today, I'm joined by my dear, dear friend, Carvel Wallace. Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, all right, let's start with Carvel. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. And like, not, listen, listen, everybody already knows who you are. We get it. You like, you out in these streets. So just like a little quick, quick, a little something, something. um, So we can just keep it pushing. Uh, I, I don't. That's funny. I don't know if everybody... If people know who I am, they know more than I do because I don't really know who I am. Uh, I mean, I have a, I'm have a writer. People read. People do read my stuff on some level. I write for the New York Times Magazine. That's probably the biggest platform I have. Um, but I'm also just this like weird dude living in Oakland trying to parent kids um, and overcome his own trauma. And that's basically who I am. Thank you. Because I knew I knew that's what you were gonna do. I I knew I knew that's what you were about to do. But that's that's what we're doing. That's why that's why I want to talk to you. That's why that's why we're in these times. That's why we're about to have um, this conversation. Um, tell us about your people, your children. So, uh, what a fascinating time! Um, I have two kids. They're uh, fourteen, about to be fifteen. My daughter and my son is seventeen, and. Um, you know they are oof, they are going through a change they're going through changes as the old folks used to say for real right now and they're putting us through changes or we're putting them through changes the world is putting everybody through changes um my daughter is fired up about organizing protests motivation started started a foundation just called me this morning to be like here's our first action here's what we're going to do I'm like, okay, here's some resources. Here's who you might connect with. Like really just fired up about that and taking extra classes over the summer so she can get to calculus by the time she's in senior year. And, and you know what I mean? And learning how to skateboard. And you know what I mean? She's just like fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my son who's 17 is, we asked him to put together a plan to help with his credit recovery because he's behind in like three subjects right now. And we were like, listen, it's, it's about to get real. You either put together a plan to get through these classes this summer, like we want to see dates and what your unit's going to do when you're taking the test, or else the hammer's about to come down. 
he was like, okay, I'll do it. And then he comes with a plan that was five slides of literally a meditation on the meaning of punishment and freedom. <laughs> and it was good. I stand. It was good. I, I was like, stand. you are raising I points you have made. And also, let's, you know what I'm saying? And also, can we do the algebra homework? Um, so that's what my two kids are like. <laughs> he was quoting oh Martin Luther. He was quoting Gandhi. You know what I'm saying? He had John Lennon quotes in there. You know what it like, is, like, though? Bro. You know what it is? It's like there are kids. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're, yeah. they're, that, like yeah. who you mad at? Exactly. Like, they're, they're exactly. your kids. Exactly. That's, that's, what, that's what happened. Um, so we are right now... Um, in quarantine and lots and lots of different things. And so what is the thing that you are enjoying doing with your children mm. right now? Um, well, I am enjoying exploring California more, maybe in a slightly wider way than we did before because it's the only option left is to drive north and drive south and then drive to the ocean and then drive inland. You know, that's all you have because everything, all the other activities are not existing. So I am enjoying that. Mm. <clears throat> I'm enjoying, um, there's a lot of just like regular, like we have these hobby slash activity relationships between each of us. My daughter, um, wants to like engages me in her math homework all the time because I used to be a math teacher and but the thing is she's just reached trigonometry basically even though she's technically in geometry what they're teaching is stuff that we used to learn in trig and I just this morning she called me up and I was like uh, I don't really know and then I'm trying to google and watch youtube videos to figure out mm -hmm. what we're on but I like that bonding with her that that's our, that's one of our activities is that she calls me up or reaches out to me or wants me to come over when even if it's like not in the schedule when she has because they're not that far away mm -hmm. when she has a specific set of questions about homework and then I'll come and sit with her and that's our time. And for my son, mm -hmm. he does the same thing. But for him, it's about culture, art, film, music, politics. He calls me up mm -hmm. or or invites me over or we meet up or we go for walks or have meals and he wants to talk about that I was watching this show and I was thinking about this thing or I was or it was like or I was thinking about this politics thing or I was listening to this album and you know what I realized about like this generation's understanding of music and how we use word you know that's and so I mm -hmm. he gets to work out all these ideas I really like that we have I think those have increased in quarantine because again mm -hmm. we've become more focused and the options for distraction are in a lot of ways have been shaved shaved away Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what feels like yesterday and like ten thousand years ago at the same time, <laughs> um, when we spoke last on the podcast, um, uh, we talked about um the unknown. And at the time when I like was thinking about the topic and wanting to talk about it, a lot of what was going on in my head was this idea of like here we are, we have you know, things that I never thought would happen, haha, <laughs> um, are happening. Donald Trump is the president of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these other things are happening. I'm trying to figure this out. And I'm like, I really don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I, do, I, I know I don't know. And um, 
we had this conversation about the unknown and you said something in that episode that has stuck with me like when you said it i had i was like a, a, a like a gut check mm-hmm. and like it just has st- it has stayed with me and you said something along the lines that children who are living during this time will have to it will shape who they are like they like and you you likened it to people who were born baby boomers that were born during the great depression and how it shapes how they see everything and when you said it i was like i understood the baby boomer part of it i was like yeah i get i know this and i was like i'm not ready for this to be the thing and then um and now here we are right not so long like after with this whole revolution pandemic and to me it's like it feels like the known unknown in that Mm. the unknown is like i didn't even i just i'm trying to figure out Mm. i have no idea and now i'm Mm. like i'm i am sitting Mm. in and i'm very comfortable Mm. in recognizing that we are on the other side of some shit and i know that I know that to my whole self. I know that I probably kind of knew it then when we had the original conversation, but I really know it now. And I want to think about like, how are we moving through this known unknown? Mm. And um, when, you know, we start the podcast with a recollection and the thing that came to mind for me is thinking about when you are in the light. And this idea, like, when you're in the light and you know, like, you see things and other people around you just can't, don't always see it the same way you see it or don't always, like, you can't even express what you know to be true. Mm. Um, You know, like, because you're just living in the, like, you're just living in the light. You're just in the light. And so I asked you to think about a recollection, a memory as far back in your memory as you can. As a, um, of a time where you felt like you were in the know or in the light. Well, that's interesting because the the part about as far back as you can, that's that I somehow didn't hear that the first time. So I was thinking of something it's more okay. recent um, in my mind. Go for it. But yeah, I'll probably end up sharing all this. But the first thing that came to mind actually was... The person that I'm in a relationship with now, the first weekend that we were together, it was like this thing where it's like we had sort of met and then it was like we were kind of like DMing a little and then it was like, kind of, you know, whatever. And then it was like, oh, I'm going to be in town. Let's grab coffee. So then it was like, okay, let's have grab coffee. So then we start this coffee on a Thursday after I get finished with like a work thing and then we basically cannot part ways for five days. We just cannot, you know, and that, that was like, yeah, that was like about a year ago. And there was something about that weekend that existed then. And then something else about that weekend that exists in retrospect. And the thing that existed then was a kind of light like a kind of sudden clarity, like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, th- like this, th- this is it. Like, this is the person, like, I don't, it's not even, you know, and other people, it's just like, that's a feeling that I haven't 
had a lot in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and all the stuff that seemed like unknowable before suddenly became knowable in that weekend, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal thing mm-hmm. to experience. Um, that you know, for all you're like, I don't know, I don't know. You, who knows? It's uh, it's who's it's God will decide. And then suddenly, all that stuff that you had under that umbrella of who knows, life is unpredictable. Suddenly, in that moment, it's like, oh, actually, I, you do know. You just know when you know because you just see what you see, and there it is. And so that was a that was I would say that that's the first moment of light that I thought about when you asked that question. And mm. what is equally interesting is that in retrospect. What I realize now is that there was a knowing in that moment, but that knowing is not a guarantee of literally anything except for the knowing. And in retrospect, all I see is that we actually don't know. We literally don't know. We don't know if we'll be together for a long time. We we certainly would like to think Mm -hmm. so. But like what I'm confronting now is like, Mm -hmm. oh, we actually don't know. If we'll, if this will, if this will work, or if we'll be able to deal with this, or you know, we literally mm-hmm. don't know, and there's no way of knowing, and there never was a way of knowing, and so mm-hmm. that moment has both this solid, true knowing, which feels so powerful and great, and I might even say intoxicating, mm-hmm. and also the truth of that moment in all moments is that it is infinite unknowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be no wait because we just got a phone i'm like tearing up already i'm not ready for the i i i'm uh, we might I mean, cry today we might cry together today it's okay it's course, okay i'm here i'm gonna let myself okay. have oh, it i'm gonna let myself have yes. it i'm gonna let myself have yeah. it um when you first like when i was thinking about it um a lot of different things were coming to my mind but when you told your story like that love mm. I, I became so um overcome with this realization of my own knowing mm. and um i mean i can't really and, and the thing about when you that like when you know it is i well for me there are no words for it. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. explain it to somebody mm-hmm. else. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, like I, it's hard to tell the recollection of it because mm-hmm. it's not anything that really makes sense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do remember. Um, so with, and I'm, I mean, it's a long, it's a, it's a long time ago now. Uh, I think when I was about 21, um, holy shit and so <laughs> my and i'm like whoa that's a long time ago but it doesn't feel literally feels like yesterday when you tell your story it felt yeah. like yesterday but um i was really really good friend of mine been friends forever mm-hmm. um we started um becoming like our friendship shifted mm-hmm. to something more romantic and like intimate in all kinds of ways but we weren't a couple and i'd gotten to a space of like Oh, this is the this is this is I know this is moving. Mm-hmm. I know this is supposed to be mm-hmm. a thing, or I know how I feel about this person, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with the confidence that I have n- now, but kind of 
has been evaporate, like went somewhere between mm. that moment when I was 21 and probably till I turned like 35 or mm-hmm. something, 38. Mm-hmm. I knew confidently that we needed to either like, how do you say shit or get off the pot? Yep. Like, yep. are we, we're going to do yep. this or we're not going right. to do this. And I said that to this person, right. like I said, that I was like, we, yep. I know this. Yep. Um, they were like, they're not ready. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that feeling of knowing something, knowing your heart, knowing like what is meant for you, knowing, I can't even really explain what else was going around in that moment. Other, like what else was happening that made me, that gave me that clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember... I just remember that this calm, mm. this like, even like regardless of how the person responds, regardless of how anyone else is feeling, regardless of like what, you know, what is to come, because I don't know, mm. this knowing mm. brought over, over, like this calm over my entire self mm. that gave me the confidence to speak my mm. truth. Um, mm. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you told your story, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> you know, it just came to me. I was like, I know what you're talking about, Carvel, because I've had that. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. as we start to think about, you know, where we are right now, we have this. Oh, shit. We have this pandemic going on. We have like these truths that are being told and giving space and air in ways I have never experienced yeah. in my entire life and I never even imagined was possible. Yeah. Like, the things that are amazing me, the thi- the things that young people particularly are, like, willing to sacrifice in order for there to be change, mm-hmm. for their freedom, is blowing me away. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Everything is like unknown, but I feel this sense of knowing that is bringing me such calm. <laughs> like it's it's bringing me such like when I check in on it, when I am in touch with it, um, is bringing me such calm that I like it. It, it makes it feel as though it's kind of wonky. Like it feels a little crazy. Like what this is crazy. Why aren't you more like panicked mm. or like what? And I'm like, because I know, I know this is where we are. And I know that we're going to keep moving in a direction. And so I guess my first question to you as we get into this conversation about the known unknown, how how did you know that? I mean, you said it to me. You were like young people are never like this is a different kind of thing how did you know uh i mean i think in that sense it it just was like it really was the uh, probably the reason i brought up boomers is because i just i learned that from boomers i'm like yo okay boomers are old as shit and crusty now and no one likes them but at some point they were (laughs) 15 and 12 they were some point they were just little teenagers and so i'm like no i get it like if you grow up and like the 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 nuke like the atomic bomb just happened you know what i'm saying the Mm -hmm. holocaust just happened the world war just happened and and like here you are 
this is like from my my parents' perspective. And uh, and then here you are, and everyone is just you know like I mean that's gonna be the defining way. Every way you look at the world after from that point forward is gonna be somehow in relationship to these ideas that like whatever it is, whether you're like fuck the whole system or whether you're like just whatever you do, you're doing it because these huge shifts happen. And then, yeah, these huge human human scale shifts happen. So I was like, probably, I mean, even my, I'm Gen X, even my like lame ass generation, which whatever was the biggest thing we had happen was not, you know, like even we, Oper- move through the world in a way that's we are not lame <laughs> we are, i'm gonna just pause i just want to pause for you know a second what? i also pump the brakes you know before you guys pass i'm just saying we are not lame we're gonna talk about that right very, now but go I ahead very keep it moving proud keep of my moving. Gen X status but i also all right but i also recognize that just com- just like compared to what my kids are experiencing <laughs> you know it was we had <laughs> yes. you know we really yes. just were dealing with very small level conflicts and navigating through them and it was you know stuff was personal but like uh-huh. you know, whatever anyway so um but i just know <laughs> that that for them because i'm seeing like you said it yourself you're seeing things that mm-hmm. you've never seen before my dad i was in the phone Absolutely. with him on father's day he told me he was seeing things in this moment that he's never seen before that man is 70, mm-hmm. what, 75, 75 years old or b- about to be this year. I heard Angela Davis recently say she's seen things she's never seen. That's what I'm saying. Before. So people are so. Yeah, so just sure. that sheer fact that like the size of these shifts and this was I made that comment before pandemic and before this, just knowing that the current presidency and everything that it implies, both directly implies and that it brings into fruition through counter forces, forces that arise to counter it, that's going to be, that's going to mm-hmm. change everybody's, that's going to me- mean stuff that people haven't seen before. And my kids mm-hmm. are going to forever be like, yes, one thing I'm aware of is that like my kids forever is going to be like, remember that time we, there was like a like fascist white supremacist in charge of like a country of 260 million people or 360 million people. Remember that? Remember how everyone freaked the fuck out, you know? And then remember how like then a global pandemic shut everything down, but then people didn't want to wear masks and and then and then people were just dying and then it was black people were disproportionately infected and then it all all of it got revealed mm-hmm. and the whole economy was based on fucking prison profit and slave labor. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's gonna affect mm-hmm. your whole worldview. That's not just going to be like a reminiscence. That is paradigm mm-hmm. forming stuff. <laughs> you know? Mhm. 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 Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense to me too, and I think that I also, you know, like I don't it was it's not about like knowing the future, like predicting. Mm. It was more mm-hmm. about having like allowing your senses mm. to do what they what they're meant to do like trusting what you see trusting what you hear trusting what you know what you smell with your own eye mm. you know like with your own body mm. parts more than what you're being told mm. i remember mm. you know recently i was with my um not recently but oh gosh it feels recently but before the you know well time is an illusion anyway and- so it's all good Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been thinking about that, actually. Um, So I was with my mother 
we moved to Amsterdam. Mm. And before we moved to Amsterdam, we st- I was staying at my mother's house for a long period of time. And when we were staying there, it was such an amazing experience because you have this like intergeneration. We're having these intergenerational conversations around politics. Mm-hmm. It, before, you know, back when the Democratic primaries was the thing, who was, you know, like back when that was the big mm-hmm. thing. So there's all this elector- like election talk and who we're going to vote mm-hmm. for. And we're sitting in the, co- in, the, um, in the living room and my mother and my aunt, who are women in their like late 60s, 70s, are talking about how they're going to vote for Joe Biden. And I remember, I was like, okay, you're going to vote. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. This is like when, mm-hmm. we, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. still in mm-hmm. it. This is like mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Everybody was mm-hmm. still in it at that. And I was like, you're going to vote for Joe Biden? Like, why? Well, because this person, so-and-so, something, something. Mm-hmm. Or I heard this, this, this. Or because, like, all these things they would mm-hmm. say. And I'm like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I know you. You Why not Elizabeth Warren? That mm-hmm. seems like somebody more in line with your mm-hmm. thinking. And... We started having these conversations that I realized they weren't having with anybody else. They were only conversation they were having with was was like the TV and the nightly news and the media. Mm. And they were trusting that mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than they were trusting their own, in, like what they knew to be true. Mm-hmm. So they would tell the story about, well, you know, people, if you did this, people are going to, you know, I don't know. People are going to... Sh- we had this conversation. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you this. So we had this conversation <laughs> about weed. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation mm-hmm. about marijuana. So I both appreciate you trying to like and my partner, have some tact around talking talk, about. I was like, "What's the really story? Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Yeah, I hear you. No, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Right. Let me tell you a story. So, um, we, you know, we we believe like marijuana. Like now, right. like you just smoke right. weed. Like it's a thing okay. we do. It's not a problem. Right, right, like this right. would happen. You live in California. I live in Amsterdam. Even before, that's just what it is. So my mother, who's Jamaican, um, we're like talking about smoking weed. And she's like, I'm really concerned with how much you guys, my partner in particular, is, are smoke, mm. it's smoking. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you smoke, like bad things are going to happen. Mm. And I was like, what, what, bad, what bad things? You know, I knew, you know, I don't know. But like, I think when you do this, this happens. And I was like, do you know anybody who smoked weed and it made them like a mean person, violent, <laughs> anything like that. No. So what are you basing this off mm. of? Well, I've heard. Mm. And there's a lot of mm. like, I heard, mm. they say. Mm. And mm. what has happened through oppression, mm. I think so much is like, we have given up like what we know mm. based on our own experiences and trusted mm. or been gaslit into trusting and believing mm. what is being told to mm. us by society like people don't even know that propaganda is a thing in the united states of america Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like but that is what we're being fed all the time Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i think a lot of my knowing comes from just trusting what i see and i don't know when that happened i don't know when that happened was like this is bullshit you know what i mean i don't know i don't know this is so this conversation is so important i mean not to like i know we're in the middle of it but i just want to take a step back and be like it's a dope ass conversation (laughs) at least for me um because (laughs) i don't want to count our chickens before they hatch but i I love you but i I just feel like they're can you believe i didn't know you a year ago today i did not even know you know you i feel like honestly it's crazy i don't even know i don't even know um, that world i don't even know that person i don't know her (laughs) <laughs> I don't know her. But um, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just feel like 
the the first thing that really struck me actually that has been kind of lingering in the back of my mind since the beginning of this conversation that has becoming crystal clear as you talk is that there is a difference we treat knowing the feeling of knowing as the same thing as prediction so we're like mm-hmm. just to going back to this relationship mm-hmm. example is like mm-hmm. you're like i mm-hmm. knew he was the one and then so what that implies is and so we were together forever so then if you guys date for three and a half years and then you break up then you were like i guess i was wrong mm-hmm. that conflates mm-hmm. knowing with prediction Absolutely. but what you're talking about and like i was already thinking that and then you articulated it so perfectly that there's a form of sure there's some knowing that's prediction i know that it would i mean there's certain stuff you just know mm-hmm. i just know my you know Mm-hmm. But there's another kind of knowing that is not about prediction, but that is about mm-hmm. presence. You just said the word I was going to say. Me? You got you we got you are stop doing this right now in my brain. <laughs> never, but that's I would never the stop thing doing that. that I think has helped me. <laughs> what has helped me tremendously, and a lot of this has come, I want to say, like through therapy and like mm. recognize and meditation, is like the goal is just to be mm. present. The future is going to take care of itself. Yes. The past has happened. Yep. It needs to be healed. Yep. And the work is to be present. Yes. And if you can figure out how to do that, oh everything's going to, everything else is going to figure it itself out. Yes. But with media and TV yes. and yes. like everything that's, you're either in the past or you're in the future. You're yes. never in the space. So how can you see yes. it? How can you know it? Yeah. Because being think, present yeah, is a pre- Knowing that it's not prediction. Because being present, I mean, that's, I want to really want to hold on to that because it, yeah, we do conflate those two things and that there is, again, there is a kind of mm-hmm. knowing that's like, I know, you know, whatever. I know you're not going to do the dishes, even though I just told you. And lo and behold, I had to remind, you know, but there's also, that's knowing this <laughs> just from experience. That's one thing. But there's another kind of knowing <laughs> that is just about being present and moving through the world with with calmness and certainty, particularly because we're talking about parenting that you need in order to parent effectively. Like my worst parenting comes from lack of presence, fear, anxiety about the future, regret about the past. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where I make all my bad parenting decisions about. Absolutely. My best parenting comes Absolutely. when I can, in some small way, find the ability to be present in this moment and just be with the child, the feelings, the situation with myself. And mm-hmm. that I think when I go back to that weekend that I was with this person, there was a knowing there that allowed us to be present for that weekend. Yes. And that and presence, uh, not to be goofy. I mean, I don't want to Hallmark card, but presence is a gift. No, like, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. But it's though. real it's because real. when you it's are real. capable of being present, then the present moment literally presents things that are magical and beautiful that you could never have created through your control. Do you want do you ready you ready to go I'm to the next dimension? So let's go to the next dimension. Cuz we're in dimension so, 7 right now. Um, I don't even know what <laughs> Well, we going let's hit let's hit another one. Let's just hit another one. And so I've been thinking a lot about um things being iterative. Mm. I pronounced it right. You I'm did. So you killed it. Right now. Um and this idea that you can't you can know where you are right now, 
but from that knowing where you are right now, you allow so many possibilities. Mm. So many other things can come from that. And from those things, other things can come. And you can't predict it. And why would you want mm. to? Because in predicting it, you limit the possibility mm. of the thing I can't, I cannot imagine how we fix racism in America. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't, mm. my brain, mm. my brain is like, <laughs> where, how, when, how, what, what, where? My my mind, if I was going to map it out, I don't know how to get yeah. there. I do not. I could not tell my children how to get yeah. there. And so the idea that my job and my role in being with them in this extremely challenging time mm. is just to sit and be present mm. so then an idea can form, mm. an understanding can mm. form, so then there can be iteration. So that knowledge can, can be, be seen, like, so that the ancestors can communicate, so that, the, that you can hear it. So that you can hear it and then, because they're going to know, or their their children are going to know, or like, it's it's beyond mm. me. You know what I mean? And that's okay. And I am, I am like sitting in that known unknown. Like that is a known unknown. Ooh. That it is beyond me, Ooh. but it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is. And I think when I want to be with Ooh. what I what I hope to be able to give my children, which is incredibly like hard, hard. because what come it's so anti like what they they want you to tell them what is coming. see you just like, see you just did it to me you just to reached into my brain and took my next thought because it just it occurs to me <laughs> that that is i mean i'm looking off and i'm th i'm like replaying so many conversations i've had slash arguments slash struggles with both of the children and in different ways i'm realizing so many of them had to do with this my son he's like a little bit less like this now but for a few years he was really on some if you do anything other than yell and break things, then you're just like serving the city. All you do, you know, you're just like this weak, coddled ivory tower. Like he's thrown every insult at me. Like, oh, you just sit in your room and write. And you're not in the street. I'm oh, in the streets, dad. I'm just like, the street. Like, what? How are you in the streets? You went to one protest. He literally, after his first protest, was like, I'm out here in the streets, dad. I'm just like, okay. Listen. God bless him. But listen, like, but I'm realizing listen. that the, the spiritual core of that conflict is that it has been very hard for me to explain to them the ways and the reasons. And I think both their parents have this, the ways and reasons and how the hows and whys of when we choose to sit and be present and sit with mm -hmm. an unknown. It's hard to explain to them the hows and whys of it. They, they're, mm -hmm. they aren't with that energy. I'm not even saying they should be. I'm just saying they need to do mm -hmm. their thing, whatever that is. I'm just saying that that creates mm -hmm. a disconnect between us that can sometimes I think be difficult for us in that relationship. Let's imagine that you have power and influence, not just over the people that you know, but all the people in the world. Meaning that what you say and what you suggest can have larger implications. It doesn't mean everybody's gonna do exactly what you say, but it could have impact. And someone asks you, now it's your mother. How can we end racism? <sighs> I feel like racism is something that we are going to have to work on for centuries. The show called Kipo and in it, it's a 200 years in the future. And there's still a white guy who's in power. 
and he's ridiculous. And most of the time, the black characters do not listen to him. But he's still in power. And I feel like 200 years in the future, I feel like that might be what it looks like. Okay, so I want to pause you for a second. Mm -hmm. I am challenging you Mm, to... I got this. Imagine that you now can solve it. You are the solvers. And people are going to listen to what you have to say. What would you suggest that we do? Everyone has to go to therapy and meditate and stuff. I do think for parents like ourselves and probably a lot of people who will be listening to this who are actively and aggressively trying to raise their children to be who they are Mm. versus Mm. who we hope or want them to Mm -hmm. be this time right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. of this time right now okay backtrack a Mm -hmm. little bit Something that happens when you're trying to do that to let to raise your children to be who they mm. are versus who the world or even yourself wants them to be is that you also have to be who you truly oh are. Oh my as a god, person. preach it! And what ends up happening as you do that, like I want you to be who you are, so I'm gonna be who I gotta be who I yeah. am, so I can recognize who I am separate from who you yeah. are, and then there's space for all that and. Sometimes those two people don't click, you know, or sometimes <laughs> those two, you know what I mean? Or sometimes those two people in our house, you know, five people, your house, you know, mm-hmm. three, four, whatever. Those people aren't always in the same space, mm-hmm. in the same time, in the same dimension, mm-hmm. but we got to function together mm-hmm. and we haven't really learned or we haven't been trained or we haven't had the practice of like, being in space with other people mm. that are like flowing in a different way than we flow in. Ooh. Like it's, it makes me, like I know for me, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. I'm always giving, you know, my husband shit about like, you came in this room and your energy is off right, right now. Right, like right, I was chilling right. and you came <laughs> right. in here turned right. up and it does not work for right. me. And that kind of right. thing of like being able to dif- differentiate right is really hard. It's really hard for me. I think it's really hard for children, especially when they're trying to check. You are their like guiding star. You are their like, I know how you are, whether it's angry or happy, whatever it is. I know when you're this way, then I know how to react to that. And when they come in and like you and this whole other plane, you're, you're being present. I know you've talked to me enough parent Mm. about how horrible the system Mm. is that I know right now you are enraged mm. because you've been telling me to be enraged about this system. You got mad at me when I was friends with the white mm-hmm. girl who you knew was on some mm-hmm. bullshit. And I was like, that's my best mm-hmm. friend. And you gave me shit about mm-hmm. it. So I know you pissed off right mm-hmm. now, parent, mm-hmm. but you sit in here meditating. Why are we not in these streets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's confusing. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think there's so much of that that we just have to be able to like, verbalize like like how do we like communicate mm-hmm. and then how do we also like i don't know like how do we sit in what is just going to be like a challenging time <laughs> like it's just going to be unrest you know like yeah. in our home you know i mean I, I i mean if we knew i want to start off by saying amen to all of that and also if we knew what the answer was then you know we wouldn't have the challenging times like we don't you know what i mean like absolutely and so part i think part of the thing of challenging times is that you just have to go through the challenging times period and i remember i was going through some stuff years ago 
uh, it's like some personal stuff. It was like a confluence of, you know how sometimes just it all comes down, the relationship is weird mm-hmm. and the work stuff and then some money things happen and then some health stuff. So I was just walking. It was just was like not feeling it. Just the whole arrangement of being alive on the earth. I'm like, this is kind of like bullshit. I'm not sure I really want to, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, no, I do. And, I do know it. I and, do know it. uh, I think that was yesterday for me, but I'm over it now. <laughs> and you know, whatever. Like, and like, I remember this one. Like, a Jewish friend of mine said, "Oh, you know, um, I was telling her all about it." And she said, "Oh, that reminds me of a prayer that uh, that her mother's a rabbi." She was like, I, "So she knows all this stuff." She's like, "That reminds me of a prayer that we have for when someone is has just walked through a narrow place." And something about that phrasing of a narrow place really mm. landed with me. Because there were two things about the way she phrased it that landed with me. One is that it was such a accurate descriptor of what that felt like, even though I didn't know it at the time. Mm. As soon as she said it, it clicked. Yes, this is a place in which I'm just, I'm on my journey of life, you know, and sometimes I'm out in the fields and there's flowers and birds and it's beautiful. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little dark and a little treacherous and I don't really know where to step and I can't even really you gotta squeeze, squeeze through. through. You just, just make it. I just, you just made it. It's narrow. Yeah, narrow. No, and, I know. And then the second thing that about the way she phrased it was that she was basically saying, yes, here, my religion, which is many thousands of years old, acknowledges that this is part of the lived experience. And the way I understand comparative religion stuff is that religions form or task themselves with trying to make sense of the collective human experience. Consequently, a life journey in which you are occasionally in a narrow place is, in fact, a universal, ancient, primordial human experience. And that gave me great if comfort. You were, if, if you were, hopefully you can feel my energy because we are I like- I really can. We are, I'm in the future. Yeah. You're like, you know, yeah. and all of it. Um, but what you just said was so affirming because I do think as the way we have decided to engage and raise our children, they know that. Mm. They know that hard times have been here mm will come again, Mm -hmm. that there is a long struggle Mm -hmm. that we are trying to get through and there are going to be narrow spaces. Mm -hmm. And it like just hit me of like, right, that's a known unknown that they that that they have mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. in actively engaged with them around mm-hmm. that for so many people right now that's not their truth mm-hmm. like for so many children unfortunately for so many adults they're like we didn't plan for this mm-hmm. we were just going to be like we're just going to be going on you know cruise next mm-hmm. year we planned it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the kids were about to go off to college like we had a plan we had knowns and we were doing we had, <laughs> we had knowns. knowns yeah we had guarantees yeah. we had get we had receipts guarantees yeah. this is what was going to happen yeah. and our poor children who have been hearing about the the struggle <laughs> of life <laughs> And how the the prison industrial complex (laughs) is working to take us down on some level, even when they were like, you know, not maybe experiencing it firsthand or not in a space to be like with it. Think, you know, have your child, like have all of the things Mm -hmm. were, were are aware that first of all, that this, this, there is another side to it, even though I can't see it. They know there is another side to it because I told them Mm -hmm. about you know, slave, mm-hmm. you know, slavery. I told them the truth about 
all mm-hmm. these, you know, mm-hmm. people, you, they got up on these monuments. I told mm-hmm. them, this, like, how their parent, their grandparents decided to come. I told them about my struggles at work. Yeah, I bad. told them about, you know, bad. like, I'm telling them about these things. And we're on the other side and we're finding joy and, like, all of that's happening, too. So um, thank you for affirming me um, mm. <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> um, has anything surprised you, even though you it's a known unknown? Um, surprised me. That's such an interesting choice of words. Most of the things that have surprised me are internal, right? Like, I did mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I predicted a global pandemic. Like, I'm not Walter Mercado. Like, I'm not, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But at the same time, mm-hmm. RIP, but at the same time, I have that feeling of, yep, this is pretty much the kind of thing that I would have expected from this, <laughs> from this bullshit. This is the type of bullshit. You know, you mess with clowns, you get yes. the whole circus. Like, I feel like that, yeah. or maybe there's other, you go yes. to the circus, you're yes. going to see some clowns. Like, we are at the circus. So, like, a global pandemic yes. in which this stuff is happening and people in the streets and this crazy ass yes. president. That's just, I mean, I, so many, to yes. me, that's not, so many people keep saying to me, you kept saying, Alika, you're not going to, why didn't you tell us? You kept saying you were not going to be in the United States. In 2020, what did you know? I was like, that's, I didn't know, I didn't know this was coming, but I knew I didn't want to be around for 2020. I knew this election year was going to be some bullshit. I knew that. And so that hasn't surprised me. What has surprised me is, is, and this isn't even negative surprise. It's seeing my own stuff inside, my own internalized, Mm -hmm. all types of stuff, my own insecurity, my own fear, my own, attachment my own internalized patriarchy my own like just seeing the iterations of it and having it pop up in moments where i'm like oh is wow okay so that has been and again it's not a surprise and like i didn't expect it no maybe it is maybe it is maybe it actually was i don't want to sound mm-hmm. stupid and act like i didn't expect but mm-hmm. maybe i didn't you know that's part of okay. you know that's part of what it it's is it's a safe space it's okay <clears throat> like maybe I didn't it's okay and we at Domino think you're perfect ugh, but we recognize that you same. come you know that you come with stuff I come with stuff we all do I come with stuff it's okay and, it's okay um, we get it and so I'm I'm a person who like at some point in my life decided that the purpose of everything I was going to do was going to be to grow and evolve because I like the limitless nature of that that I can do that forever mm-hmm. until the day I die that I don't have to retire from it I can always be growing and changing and learning new things and evolving and that's the main thing like e- that I can be evolving into mm-hmm. a more godly more meaningful more giving more loving more capable spiritually emotionally capable person that I can always be on that evolution path mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. that's a chill path where you're just like look at me I'm evolving the shit out of this motherfucker like Ba-ha! you know and then other times <laughs> <laughs> that's always when you get guys. That's always Soon, when you that's get guys. That's always got. when it happens. You know what I'm saying? That's you always flash when it too hard, that's and then they the, they have something for you. And so that basic, and so, and then there are times when it, you know, like it, you recognize your own limitations. And I think I've been mm-hmm. on some level surprised by all of that and my inability to just be like oh there's my limitation time to snap a finger and then fix everything that i was like no i have to sit in discomfort and recognize how deep this goes and not really know exactly mm. how to disentangle this or undo this and and feel <sighs> uncomfortable while i'm figuring that out and maybe look a fool a little bit to some people while i'm trying to figure it out that continues mm. to be 
a surprise and I might say a gift, even though I don't necessarily yeah. like the gift a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely I mean, I've been asking people this season, like, what is the gift that Corona um, I mean, Corona. Yeah. Corona, mm-hmm. COVID-19 has given mm-hmm. you. And I feel like I feel like that's that's it for you. And it, mm-hmm. it is. A, I think it is a gift mm-hmm. seeing being able to see yourself mm-hmm. so that you can then love yourself mm-hmm. is a gift mm-hmm. like that is that is mm-hmm. that is the that is that is that is the light right there. That is being the light right there. Um, Carvel, thank you so much. You for are coming so great. And being in space with <laughs> There is no end to the amount of love, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yay! Stand up, bustin' and fighting. This podcast was produced by Domino Sound. Why not just get together and live in one love and one identity, you know? Rebel in the morning, rebel in the evening too. Now don't you be like a devil when I play with sounds called a rebel, rebel, rebel. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.